trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one meat two sides hot sauce we're your guides rob andy and randy and sometimes a guest Welcome to Talkin' Trash, a Rochester-based food podcast where we rate and review local and national food favorites. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And I'm Andy. And this week, we'll be discussing the brews and brunch food from K2 Brothers Brewing in Penfield, New York. So for guests, we decided to mix things up a little bit and bring Pat back. Welcome Whoa. back to the show, Pat. What's up? Just new, new Pat here, ready to rock. Man, you're so much better than that guy we had last week. Wait, oh, man, yes. I, do I want to stay in character? Do I want to comment on that? I don't know. Let's let's just move on. And pretend Rob didn't say that. No, new Pat. New Pat hates old Pat. Come on, he does. He does. Old Pat was the worst. We're in the here and now, Pat. Well, you know what? Welcome back, Pat. Whether you're old Pat or new Pat, we're we're glad to have you, and we're going to jump right into the catch-up. So, Andy, you had a couple things you, you thought would be a good thing to talk about for the catch-up. Uh, share some news. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, I guess I'll start things off with just some some general personal catch-up stuff, and then I have a couple of things we need to discuss some pressing issues, okay? So, for me, the catch-up right now... I mentioned it last episode, we're kind of getting to the tail end of fall, but we just had about a nine, 10 day stretch of sunny fall weather. And my leaves are thankful for it. It was very easy to take care of the leaves this year. It, it hasn't rained more than once in the past 10 or so days. It's been about 50 degrees and sunny like every day. So it's been a nice little bump up from the the doldrums of the previous podcast uh, that I was talking about, but we did have Halloween. It was just turn back your clock day, AKA daylight savings time, I think is the real name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got that extra hour of sleep and we rested up. And just recently the bills got smoked by the Jaguars. Very frustrating, but on a positive note, I did have a great food uh, experience in the past week. My mom and her husband, Gary were up, not listeners of the show, but they were up and we went out to dinner in Fairport where I live. And we went to a place called Mulconnery's. I've been there a bunch. Um, know the guy who runs the place. He's an awesome dude. And we had a very good dinner experience. I had an awesome burger, even like the salad and salad dressing was delicious, super balsamic-y, vinegary, delicious salad. Um, and even my my children's foods were delicious as well. Little mac and cheese, little uh, chicken tenders and fries, great fries. I had a an awesome Irish burger, which was really good. It had uh, bacon and beer cheese on it or something like, you know, cheddar cheese sauce on it. It was great. So Mulconry's big recommend for me. Everybody loved their food. Gary got shepherd's pie. He raved about it. So a nice food experience to, to mix into my ketchup. But I did have a couple of things we need to talk about. Um, we talked about chicken and waffles last week a bit because we had brunch food. I'm sure we'll mention it again later when we get to the main event. But <laughs> I, I brought up chicken McGriddles again something I've been banging the drum about for a long time. They're still $2. You can get chicken McGriddles for breakfast at McDonald's. I sent Randy there. He went, Rob, did you also get chicken McGriddles this week? I did. Okay. And it was a disappointment. Now I don't think, so here was the scenario. Randy and I were meeting up with some friends in the Adirondacks to do like some cabin camping. And when we were on the roads, we, we hit a rest stop and the only place open at the rest stop was McDonald's. So I got the new spicy chicken sandwich that they offered. And I thought, Hey, I'll get a chicken McGriddle too while we're here. And so, and so is it chicken McGriddles? Is it like a plural singular? Like, how does that work? Yes. 
I don't, I think we discussed this on the breakfast episodes, but yes, I think you say McGriddles no matter what. Okay. So I got a chicken McGriddles and uh, the problem, the chicken was good. I thought the problem was that the actual, like the buns that are the kind of pancakey things, they tasted the McGriddles, the the titular McGriddles, McGriddles. they were kind of just a little, they, they almost tasted like they were underdone. Now, Rob, can I ask a question? If you were getting the spicy chicken sandwich, was this not at a breakfast time that you got this? So that's what my next thing was going to be. It was at kind of a, you know, random rest stop off of the 90 at like 6.30 PM maybe. Mm. So it was definitely not during breakfast time. And I remember liking the McGriddles with the breakfast stuff on it. So um, I think I would chalk it up to a time of day issue. And I think I would give it another shot. Perhaps an order again. Yeah, I would. would, (laughs) that would be an order again for me. I would would give it another another shot. So yeah, I I think your best bet obviously is like a 7am attempt there. Randy, you, you, you tried them. You, what do you think? You could go in any direction on this. I feel like I I kind of expected Rob not to love it. Rob left out the part where he ordered his McGriddles. Like he orders his steak. He said he like a chicken McGriddle tartare. And so it was really just two globs of batter on either side of the chicken. I, I wasn't sure if he knew what he was doing. I ordered mine as just chicken McGriddles. I love the outside McGriddle part. The chicken tasted delicious. I don't know how I feel about eating chicken at like 6 30 AM in the morning, like a fried chicken sandwich. Um, so I know how my stomach felt about it later and it wasn't great. So I don't know if I would do the chicken again, for breakfast. I, so that kind of brings me to where like Rob and I, we talked about this and it, it actually sounds like a better dinner or lunch option, but I love the combination of the McGriddles and the chicken. It was delicious. So it sounds like you loved it and also hated it. I loved it. My tum tum hated it. Uh, <laughs> but I did get another McGriddle with egg and cheese at some point too recently. And it was delicious. So I I'm 100% on the McGriddles train and and at the rest stop, I got the chicken, one of the new chicken sandwiches and the chicken was awesome. So that's where I thought Rob was going. I thought he was going to say the chicken on the McGriddle was bad because compared to the chicken sandwich chicken, it's probably way worse because I think the McGriddles chicken is like whatever they're like dollar chicken mm. sandwiches. It's not the good stuff that you might get at like a, maybe a Chick-fil-A the, might have a better option or something. The weird thing about the chicken sandwich I got, I didn't get the spicy. There was no sauce on it. It was just the chicken Ooh. and two pickles, which I thought was kind of weird. But Rob made a po- good point. He said the spicy came with sauce. So maybe that's the deal, how they do it. Uh, so I asked for sauce. I had Buffalo sauce on it and it was, it was good. Yeah. I think like the original, like the Chick-fil-A sandwich doesn't have sauce on it. Oh, it doesn't have the Chick-fil-A sauce on it. No. Oh, okay. It's just plain with pickles, which I think is the same thing with Popeye's. You got to get the spicy one to get like a spicy sauce. mayo on there. Okay. I think it was, uh, I thought it was good, but it was definitely disappointing because I was kind of going in with that Popeye's and yeah. almost even when we went to KFC, I thought the KFC chicken sandwich was excellent too. So like I kind of had that high level of expectation and it was definitely more like what you would have expected a few years ago, what McDonald's would come up with for a fried chicken sandwich. It was, yeah. it was okay. Of like the fast food, like in the chicken wars, fast food chicken sandwiches, I feel like McDonald's is very middle of the road. Like it's good, yeah, but it's definitely not like one of the top tier ones, you know? I actually, I've heard, and it may have been on this podcast, I'm trying to remember, but uh, I, a lot of people have talked about the new Burger King one, the Burger, the, the yeah, chicken. We mm-hmm. talked about it last week because I, okay. tri- I did try that and I thought it was tasty. I want, I want to have it. I want to, I want to try it because I, yeah, I wants wanna... to get a, like eight episodes in a row. He wants right. to just keep hosting with <laughs> big, us. Big Burger King proponent hey, over here. That's so. sort of how I became a host, Pat. <laughs> Pat just sort of demanded I be on every episode. <laughs> My PowerPoint or my, uh, not PowerPoint, my uh, Adobe 
Photoshop skills aren't good enough to fit four heads on a trash plate. So I, I don't know if you could actually join it officially. That's Andy, okay. Andy, Pat, Rob, and sometimes I guess I think we could do it. Yeah, that'll work. I'll Just put, put, my head off, put my head off to the side is like the, the, the bread. Dipping, ketchup, dipping. Sauce. The McGriddle. Um, okay, <laughs> I, I have two other bits of breakfast sandwich news. So when we did the breakfast sandwich showdown, our favorite was McCann's Local Meats. They're two by two by two by two. They're famous, delicious sandwich. I saw on their Instagram the other day that they have a new breakfast sandwich, the, the Croque McCann, which I'm assuming is some sort of Croque Monsieur, Croque Madame type sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the pic. I sent it to you guys. It's on a croissant. It's got cheese kind of overflowing out to the edge. I feel like we got to try it sometime. Maybe not anytime soon, but if it's on the menu permanently, we're going to have to try it. Or we could do a side episode about two breakfast sandwiches and get that. And the food truck La Petite Poutine that does the, the poutine fries. They had a sandwich that we saw once the tournament started. They were doing it like just on certain days or for a limited time. And I saw a post that said that they're bringing back their sandwich and they're going to do it on Saturdays for this month. And it just looks like it has the most delicious biscuit I've ever seen. It looks like it's some sort of cheddar biscuit with huge, huge piece of sausage and egg and cheese. Looks great. Heard great things. We're going to have to try these things at some point, guys. Yeah, I would definitely be down for that. Nice little Saturday, maybe revisit the breakfast sandwich. (laughs) Like old times. Actually, today I got, um, speaking of old times, I got a, a dozen donuts from uh, Ridge Donuts and shared it with my uh, department at work. And uh, everybody loved them. A couple hand-cut glazes went pretty quick. Must be the king of the school you walk in with a Ridge Donut box. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> it was it was great. It was, uh, as, as always. And they were, Ridge Donuts, they're so, like, efficient. You just get in, they're like, boom, boom, boom. And then and you're just, you're out. It was so great. Yeah, like if you go to work and there's like a box of Dunkin' Donuts, I like open up, I'm like, I might eat a glazed or maybe like a strawberry frosted because I just like those are nostalgic. But I'm like, I don't know if I want to waste a donut on anything. I'd rather get like a fried cake from an apple place or a Ridge. Yeah, I totally agree. I I eat the donut every time from Dunkin'. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, my ketchup. Oh, I had one more ketchup. Uh, I went to... Have you ever been to Joe Gotts or is it I know Joe Gatz? How I oh, Joe Gatz. Uh... Yeah, it's right. It's right near the Humphrey house, which we talk about all the time. I know. I went there recently with a friend and I got a one nice thing is they give you like a bag filled with hot, fresh, salty bread, which nice. I, of course, just crushed. And nice. then I ordered a wood fired pizza and ate the whole thing. And <laughs> it was incredible. And I also had some of my friends that. It was like a chicken cutlet and it was really, it had like a, some sort of like a lemon vinaigrette on it. And it was awesome too. I always joke about that place. Cause we drive by it all the time. It's on the way to my mother-in-law's house from mm-hmm. where we live. And also I see it when I go to the Humphrey house, like once a month for takeout. Yeah. And yeah, Randy, like, yeah, I just like saying Joe Gotts as we drive by. It's kind of <laughs> fun. And I'm always like, it's still open. People are always out on that little patio and I should check it out sometime. It was bumping like the place was doing pretty well when, when we were there and it was like a, a work night or like a weeknight. So it was not like a Friday or a Saturday. It was it was doing pretty well. They got it going on, Rob. <laughs> and Joe got Yes, they did. Awesome. So, yeah, that's that. Let's uh, let's shift gears. Wait, I need. Did you guys, Pat? I, I saw you had a pretty legendary. I, think I was the order. only one who was who did a catch up officially. That's really no, that's tired, okay. Uh, I had I, just a couple minor catch-up things. Further, uh, further advocating for Ken's Pizza Corner. Uh, just been really more deep dives into the into the menu. Uh, I cannot emphasize enough how good their mozzarella sticks are. It's insane. Uh, I don't I don't know. They're like the the breading they use. They just season it really well. It's so ah so good. You, you sent pictures of those. They do look good. They almost yeah. remind me of the ones at the Swan Dive downtown, which are like delicious fresh mozzarella sticks i was supposed to go over to pat's on friday with our families and hang out for dinner but both our sets of kids were sick so we're just like maybe we should probably not do this 
Yeah. So maybe yeah, next I'd, Friday. That's right. We'll shoot, we'll shoot for Friday. Uh, and then also I discovered, so we, uh, they have a lot of different specialty pizzas and my favorite kinds are the kinds that come with like chicken on it. So, uh, usually like a go-to is like Buffalo chicken pizza, which Randy has, has tried. Um, but this time we went and we did, <laughs> there it is. Uh, I did like their barbecue chicken pizza and it was fantastic. E- even better than the Buffalo because they use like a very spicy barbecue sauce. It was amazing. It was so good. I can't uh, wait to try this place. Maybe, Pat has tried everything on the menu. Maybe <laughs> at, at this point, yes, fairly close. Uh, and it was so good. Can't wait. Can't wait to get it again this Friday. <laughs> I, I have a random food question for you guys that somebody in this group might be able to answer. Uh, friend of the pod and friend of ours, Nick, sent his own pictures of like the $80 or something box. Do you know what that was? I do. Do you know, Pat? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember the specific details, but I remember when he's, he's mentioned it before and it is like a great deal. I do remember thinking that. I think it's like at the pizzeria near his house, you get for 80 bucks, which sounds like a lot of money, but you get like a sheet pizza and then five Mm add-ons and the add-ons can be, you know, a single order of wings can be a loaf of garlic bread. It can be like a calzone. It can, it's anything from the (laughs) menu that's basically not a sub or pizza, mac and cheese wedges, mozzarella sticks. So you get a sheet pizza plus, you know, you could get five dozen wings, which wings are kind of expensive. Yeah. That would be a deal. I think if you got 50 wings and a sheet pizza, honestly, even like three, like three of the add-ons are wings. And then, you know, the other two, whatever, you know, whatever, like yeah. it is, yeah, exactly. Like it does seem like it's a very good deal. Someone should probably text Nick, get the name of this place. I can't remember it. Yeah. It's, Don't it's tell horrible. that place though, that this is such a good deal. They might like make it not as good. Yeah. Our listenership, they could be formed, <laughs> swarmed with teens of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands <laughs> of people. There we go. I, like I think that. that's like tens, right? McGriddles of people. <laughs> there he is. That's why oh, he gets man. the big bucks. Randy, how how was the ketchup for you, man? It was good. I thought you guys were going to uh, mustard over me there. So I'm I'm gonna go off of what Pat said, which was Ken's Pizza Corner. He convinced me to do it, and uh, hold on, I was gonna mustard. I don't even get the joke. <laughs> Oh, everyone like hates mustard. Skip, must skip over me. You might not get it, but you'll relish it. So at Ken's uh, Pizza happening. Corner, they only do delivery, which is interesting. Which is uh, amazing. And you have to be over like 15 bucks. So good thing their subs are like $20 a piece. So the guy was more than happy to send me one sub in a delivery. Uh, Pat. I did drop your name. That is not a joke. <laughs> he was so nice on the phone, like just giving me all these like tips. And I was like, listen, I was like, I heard about you guys from Pat Singer. Not sure if you know him or not, but he orders once a week. It's like, oh yeah, I got to tell the owner about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, we always like uh, customers who come back all the time. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, right now, before that, Pellegrino's is my favorite chicken finger sub, but this one is definitely the best. Wow. Uh, like you said, Pat, the chicken, the chicken finger is like it's still a chicken finger for sure, but it's flatter. Um, and it fills up like the whole sub. The wide bread. bread. Yeah. This is such <laughs> like, a weird like, description. Like I cannot wrap my, my head around insane. it. Yeah, I'm picturing like a chicken cutlet on focaccia. Well, <laughs> it's concave. It's actually negative matter. It's weird. It's definitely, it's not a chicken cutlet. I guess I got to make that clear. It is a chicken finger, but it is flat like a chicken cutlet, I guess. Well, well they just, they just, so it's a chicken cutlet. Like, it, like it's not, they, they just turn it 90 degrees so it's better on the bread like it's like a schnitzel if a schnitzel was a finger every chicken chicken cutlet is a chicken finger but not every chicken finger it's like a square and rectangle i think okay well they're big enough. i'm just comparing them to like wegman's chicken fingers where you need like four of them to fill up the sub bread essentially this one was like perfect size i did do the parmesan buffalo sauce pat 
Yeah, the, uh, it's Buffalo Garlic Farm. So I understood what you meant now. I asked for extra sauce, but they didn't give it to me. And it Ooh. it definitely could have used extra sauce. But Even I was the name drop. That was well, that was my fault. I ordered really messed up. Like I don't blame them at all. I'll do it better next time. I did get a side of blue cheese. You did say their blue cheese was phenomenal. It was amazing. I would order two sides for a full sub for sure. Um, also uh, did, did some sir, more. I know Pat. Can I have a <laughs> sub, please? Oh, well, I was hoping maybe they'd let me pick it up because I really wanted this place is delivery only. This is insane. I, I was shocked by that. I ran downstairs and was telling my wife about how great the food sounds and we should go visit Pat and get this food. And I go, but he says it's delivery only. I was like googling it immediately. And he's right. It says it right on there. Delivery only. It's insane business model. They Deliver- hate the environment. They're like, we need to, we need to burn Styrofoam some fossil only. fuels. I have a new, I have a new theory of why. So there is, there's another Ken's Pizza Corner. It's like it's the same restaurant in Henrietta. And so I'm wondering if this is just like a smaller offshoot. And so because of that, like they, like kind of like what I was saying last week, like they don't have. But the, why not takeout though? It does seem like it would be cheaper, right? Well, this one might be like their boiler room of Ken's Pizza Corner where you walk in and it's just telephones on the ground hooked up to nothing. And the other one's the real Ken's Pizza Corner. I, I thought you meant a boiler room like where the, the building is like filled with boilers. You meant from the movie Boiler Room. <laughs> is that what everybody thinks of when they first hear a boiler room? No, I also thought of Honestly, like I thought of the movie Boiler Room. And I've never even seen it. I had it on DVD. I really like that movie. It's a great movie. Wait, Randy, is your theory then that they're gonna lie and pretend they live like right or they work right out of Pat's neighborhood, but they're sending somebody from Henrietta to deliver? There's yeah. no way because they they've gotten to my house in like ten minutes after we've ordered the food. Pat, it, like, the it's insane time, how fast they are. The next time you order and the delivery guy comes in for like a bowl of soup. And a back rub, you watch the game and have a drink. Ask him what the deal is. <laughs> Done. Also, he the best part is the there's like two delivery guys, and the one guy we get probably 80% of the time looks like the bass player to Pantera. It's like it's amazing. He's, oh, that's awesome. He's Maybe just, even a more specific like, reference than the so metal boiler room. Well, I was gonna make a, a joke about them getting to your house so fast because they have precogs in the back. Uh predicting exactly what you're going to order but you hey, know a, i guess while we're at ridiculous specific jokes wait was that in boiler room yep that's our new fry that. that's our new fry cook agatha <laughs> oh great great name paul i totally forgot that was her name oh man oh man we, we i think really that's the ketchup that, we gotta move on to this kind of the peeves and plugs <laughs> oh god so this week we went to K2 Brothers Brewing in Penfield, uh, amazing back seating area. I used to be a mug club member for a couple of years there and um, great brewery. I saw they put the tent up um, <laughs> recently in the backyard, <laughs> which is a cool, cool move for the winter. So they've got a lot of space back there. Um, so how about we go around and describe, you know, what we specifically ordered uh, at K2 uh, Pat, do you remember what you ordered? I do. I got the Wafflet Benedict. Do you want me to talk about what, what it entailed? Please. So it was a Costanza's Italian sausage. Now, it seems like they changed the uh, description of it. I feel like I remember seeing it was supposed to be like a maple sausage. But maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm maybe it's all blurring together and I'm confusing it with uh, um, around the brewing company. But anyways, <laughs> I'm looking at the menu. It says Costanza's Italian sausage. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe I'm confusing it. Anyway, so Costanza's Italian sausage, mascarpone cheese, fried egg, and hollandaise on a Belgian waffle. So again, just a little twist on the Benedict. Is that how that you spell mascarpone cheese? Oh yeah, that's a crazy spelling. Anyways, I it was seems to be well. It seems to be spelled like you would want to spell it. I thought there was an R earlier, but that's just how I've been pronouncing it wrong. I, I don't think I've ever seen it written. Mas- I thought, yeah, I didn't Carpone. think it had the R in the beginning. I thought it was Mascarpone. Man, well, that, oh, good pronunciation there, like Andy. Mascarpone. So, or I did write Joe Gott, or as Joe Gott might say. <laughs> so, 
So, so Pat, that was the item. What do you, do you like it? What, what, what were your thoughts? Yeah. Um, it, so I will start off by saying when I got a bite of everything, all the components together, which I made sure I did, it was the bite of the night for me. It like, it was, it was fantastic. I thought it was so good. Um, again, I mean, I love hollandaise sauce. Like it's just delicious. So, so I always, uh, like a, any kind of Benedict is always like kind of high up on my radar as far as what I'd be ordering for like a brunch or a breakfast. Um, and their hollandaise sauce was good. It was very good. Um, you know, the, the kind of fanciness of like having the waffle and stuff on it. I don't know if it was necessary. Again, it was very tasty, like I said, but I don't know if it like, you know, if you were just getting like a standard Benedict, it probably would have been just as good too. So I don't know. I, again, I really liked it, but it was, you know, just may, maybe a little bit unnecessary, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> what, uh, Andy, Randy, do you guys have any thoughts about that? I thought that waffle was the best thing I had the whole day out of both brunches. That waffle was phenomenal. It reminded me of the waffles you get at the ski mountain. Um, it had like a crispy vanilla taste. It was delicious. Was it the same waffle as the chicken and waffle waffle? Because I thought the chicken, well, I agree, Randy, about the waffle. I don't think it was because I remember I made a note that the waffle. It was. Look at those pictures. It's oh, no, no, wait. I said, yeah, I said waffle was good again. Okay. Confusing because <laughs> we went to the other brewery that morning yeah. and we weren't yeah. crazy about that waffle. No, you're right. It was, yeah, waffle, same waffle. Awesome waffle. I wrote the same note. Basically, I I said it had like a really sweet, like caramel, mm-hmm. like a caramely, crusty. Yeah, yeah, a lot of vanilla. I didn't taste it as much with the uh, the Benedict because I think all the sauces like overwhelmed it. But with mm-hmm. when I had it with the chicken, it really like jumped out at me. The flavor of it, I thought it was a great waffle. Do you think Bobby Budnick from Salute Your Shorts would have thought it was an awful waffle? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I think he would. Okay, so I, I've always been grossed out by Benedict because I, in my head, Benedict or Hollandaise sauce sounded gross to me. But when I, what was that, Rob? I'm just throwing out Benedict names. Keep going, <laughs> Arnold. Um, I didn't, I just didn't know. I, I was a very, very picky eater growing up. And so like the idea of like a egg Dijon sauce grossed me out. I've never had any type of Benedict. This seems a little out of the ordinary but I thought this was awesome. It basically to me presented as a higher end open face breakfast sandwich. And it had that big chunk of sausage in it, which made it mix great with the sweets. Plus you get the egg and all that good stuff. I thought this was fantastic. And like you guys said, the waffle, the waffles at K2 were great and it paired really nicely with everything. I I enjoyed it. Wasn't my bite of the day though. I did totally forget to comment though. Uh, the Italian sausage on it was fantastic. That Costanza's Italian. I don't think I've ever specifically had like Costanza sausage before. It was real good. That was a real, real tasty sausage. So I might have to try to like get, find that solo and just, you know, grill up a sausage. Some sausage. Yeah, exactly. Bowl, bowl of sausage. <laughs> I think that the, the I wrote sweet with sausage and I wrote kind of good kind of weird so i I think that it was it was pretty rich Uh, andy i'm kind of with you with being kind of a picky eater in some ways especially when i was younger and i I think i've had hollandaise and liked it but i think that marscapone cheese thrown in there maybe threw me off a little bit so it was almost just really rich and then also the sweetness uh, and that combo kind of just was a little too much for me i thought but otherwise i'd say we're checking out um, who are the chicken and waffles? Me. What, what do you think of that, that Andy? I just looked up how to pronounce that cheese. It says mascarpone. 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 Okay. So you got to ditch that initial R, guys. Mascarpone. Not okay. mascarpone. We, we kind of went, wanted to go apples to apples a little bit when we compared and we had had, um, chicken and waffles earlier in the day. So we got another round here. This seemed to be a little slightly more aggressive attempt than what we saw with, with the boneless wings earlier in the day at Aranda, which again, we all still kept eating and we thought were tasty. 
um, they had a more like a chicken thigh or chicken breast on this. Mm -hmm. And it was fried up a little overdone to quite overdone, I thought. Um, but it had those same good waffles on it. And, I, you know, syrup didn't like stand out a ton to me. Um, but I, I liked that they had an extra sauce on there. And it says on here that it was chipotle crema. And I thought when you mix that kind of with the syrup, it gave you a, a little more interesting flavor. I just thought the fried chicken and the waffles were just a little bit overcooked. I liked the waffles better than the other ones we had, but the, when you, it tasted like fryer exhaust smells a little bit, you got hints of that overcooked. Maybe the grease was too hot or it was in there too long or something. It just, it missed the mark. Had the chicken been cooked better, I think it could have been good, really good. Uh, so I, I didn't love it, but I, like most of the things, it was all still pretty good. I ate it, but I just wish the chicken hadn't been cooked as much. How about you, Robster? See, I had a random small piece that like looked like it wouldn't have been a good piece of chicken, like off the side. And I thought it was really good. And, and going with that waffle, I was looking, do they actually serve just the waffle on the menu? Is that like on the, from the griddle section at all? I can't really I tell. It is, so. it is not. They should. Cause it was awesome. I would go there and just get a waffle. I think I, it was great. I was impressed. Um, yeah, th those are my thoughts. What do you guys think? Pat? Andy, you want to go? Oh, me? I'll go. Okay. Um, I thought I was very similar to Andy. Like I thought that the um, sorry, excuse me. I, the waffles again, like you guys have said, were really good. They had that nice little vanilla flavor. Um, the chicken was just what was weird about it was like when you kind of if you got a thicker piece of chicken and ripped it open or whatever like the, the chicken itself was really juicy it was just right the combination of overcooking I felt like the actual breading or seasoning they used on it as well just like wasn't great I don't like there, it just had like a weird flavor to it and I don't know right if that was due to overcooking or due to the actual like bread coating that they used for the chicken but it, but it was just off a little bit um the other two things like the the chipotle crema and the i, I got the idea of like what they were going for there but I, I i was a little like different from andy and i just didn't think it added a lot with the syrup i think in a typical crema sauce you're usually it's usually uh like a much milder flavor and i actually think that was like a disservice here i think if they kind of gone a little heavier on the chipotle like maybe just like a like more of like a i don't want to say like a chipotle mayo but but a, like a maybe like a chipotle barbecue sauce or something i don't know like, but just give it a stronger flavor. Like it, it maybe would have done a little bit more for me. Um, but other than that, I mean, again, like we've said, it was, there was a little kind of minor miscues here, but it was still, we ate a ton of it. And it was, again, the waffle was really good. The syrup was good. Uh, so kind of more minor complaints for me. It's kind of like last episode, you know, I, I, everything was very eatable, enjoyable. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just picking nits a little bit. I still don't think mm -hmm. we're going to get, yeah you know, give crushing reviews to this place. We had a great time. Mm -hmm. Randy, what, what did you think of that chicken and waffles? I hated the chicken. I thought it was disgusting. Oh, okay, Randy's going to crush it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, uh, but I, I wasn't a big fan in reality. I, I, it felt like it was maybe, I know I'm going to be wrong. I don't even know what I'm going to say it because you guys are all going to correct me. I thought maybe it was like chicken thighs almost because it had kind of like that, spongy but like stringy-ish taste to it or like I think it, pro it probably was chicken thigh I think that's <clears throat> what a lot of people would use for something like that yeah so it wasn't like the you know it wasn't like your typical like I, I think of chicken finger again but like depending on where you go it wasn't like a nice bite of you know white meat chicken um the outside, I didn't even know there was Chipotle uh, on it, um, so I didn't really taste any. I, I wasn't a big fan of the chicken. It just wasn't for me, um, and I think, like you said, Pat, it was almost like the skin kind of fell off of it uh, when you're trying to eat it, so I would totally go back, and I would try ordering it again. Maybe it was just a, a rough batch. Like you guys said, maybe the oil, it was too long in the oil or something. 
Um, again, the waffle was amazing and delicious. Just the chicken wasn't, wasn't my type. I think maybe you leave the chicken and waffles profile to the pros over at the golden arches. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we should, we should keep in mind, Randy has established he is anti-chicken for breakfast and brunch. So maybe that is a good factor in his review. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say brunch, but I did imply (laughs) it. So you are correct, Pat. I am. And, and I've seen, uh, a fried chicken sandwich that they turned out once and it looked awesome. Like it looked like a really good sandwich. It probably so, was just a single bad cook on the chicken. If yeah. everything else is normally pretty good. Yeah. So Randy, what did you order here? Um, I, th- I think I got the burrito and the pound cake. Did I order both of those? All right. Um, I'll start the burrito. Not much to really talk about. I would say that it wasn't, the highlight of the day and i know a few of you guys we kind of passed it around i think based on everything else we ate it wasn't really much to talk about like when i think of a breakfast burrito my top one would be james brown's so comparing it to james brown's this was it was definitely a breakfast burrito had eggs cheese some other things in it um but it wasn't necessarily it was just a breakfast burrito i guess um, in the it's in the picture of the waffle benedict i sent you guys in the background okay. it's just kind of sitting in a pool of like whatever liquid was coming out of it from the salsa or the pico or the eggs everything yeah. it didn't it just didn't look great to me I, I don't like even with a with a lunch burrito or if i get like you know el pastor pork or something i don't even like that like i don't like when you bite into it and it's just like water comes pouring out of a yeah. burrito so that it wasn't my style. I didn't even take a bite. I thought it didn't look great to me. Um, so I passed on that one, but I don't think I would have ordered it either just because it had lots of like the Pico de Gallo and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. not my style. And I know that always kind of makes for a runny burrito. So that one wasn't for me. It, it was almost like a cold burrito almost like they, but that was kind of like what they were looking for. I think. Cause like you said, Andy, with the Pico de Gallo and some of that other salsa stuff, it kind of kept the cheese from melting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it makes the eggs a little runny. Um, if you guys want to speak any more on it or we could move on to the pound cake. Cause I would love to talk about yeah, that. I was, yeah. I was just going to say like the only, it kind of exactly what you're saying. Like the, the only hot component in the burrito was like the eggs. And just like everything else is like cold. And so like when you're adding all that stuff in there, the eggs just like can't hold up. And just like, like Andy said, just creates this kind of runny mess. Like the flavor itself to it wasn't like the flavor profile wasn't bad, but just it like texturally, it just was like, ugh. yeah, like I, I'm look. Oh, go ahead, Rob. I was going to jump in and defend it a little bit. Um, so I, I'm a, I, I'm a admitted cold food fan. And so I, I like a cold breakfast burrito, um, but I see where you're coming. And, and I also don't like crema, really. I'm not a real crema or sour cream fan. So when I saw that that was on the burrito, I didn't have it, but I have had theirs in the past. And it, it you're absolutely right with the risk of using like a pico. You're almost better to using like a roasted salsa that's been completely pureed because there's less of that separation of like the water seeping out because mm-hmm. even the one that I had that I actually really enjoyed, it did have a little bit of that water kind of pouring out of it a little bit of that, you know, from the mm-hmm. tomato probably. At Moe's or Chipotle, I'm always like, I'll take a, a small amount of black beans, but can you just strain it for like 30 seconds? <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> I don't need all that liquid in my burrito. So Randy, I was, I interrupted you. Sorry. You're going to go off on the burrito a little bit more. Oh, I was, I, I, I agree with you. I think if you like it a little bit cold, it wasn't bad. It didn't taste bad. Nothing in there yeah. tasted bad. It just wasn't, wasn't like, like I said, James Brown's comes out like on a plate piping hot. And I think I, yeah, I'd great. drop the Pico and add bacon for me. Then it'd probably be rocking. And I was just going to say, Randy, you didn't get any meat on it. Like I see on the menu, you can add on bacon yeah. or chorizo or something, but there was no meat on yours, right? No. So that probably would have added some heat to it. Yeah. I was going to say like, maybe just one more like kind of hot component might help it get to be a little less watery could have could have maybe changed the game on it a little bit that would pat yeah. would have custom ordered a big hunk of costanza's italian on there <laughs> it was good <laughs> he loves the stuff good. all right well let's move on to the pound cake french toast because this was interesting i've never had anything like this did you guys all try this one? Oh yeah 
star of the um, show for me. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'll just describe it, I guess. Can you scroll up real quick, Andy? And then I'll, I'll read it. My description was it was pound cake, French toast. Um, so it was pound cake, French toast, four slices with bell hollow syrup served with your choice of bacon or sausage. Um, you could get classic French toast also, which we did not do. And I did not add a topping to it, which I'm thinking now would have probably been pretty good. You could get a warm berry uh, compote or chocolate ganache. So I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? I knew I was going to say it wrong. Okay. When I got to it, I was like, well, it's one of these two. And I was thinking Truman Capote. So I went with that. You, you I was going to be wrong either way. But I got ganache right, right? I think the berry would have made it better. I wouldn't have loved the chocolate. Oh, see, I think the chocolate ganache sounds mm, mighty, mighty tasty. Oh, well, what'd you guys not, think? The before ganache? I say, the ganache. I say yeah. Pat, what'd you think before I say what I thought? <laughs> of, the, of the pound cake French toast? Um, yeah. I so this one I was like a little weary on actually just because like you could see the potential here but but I also feel like this had a lot of potential to get kind of messed up or just like too like too much sweet and uh I'm glad I was wrong because this was delicious it was so good um I, I don't know what else to say like French I love French toast and so having like it on like a pound cake like this was just very different and it just added not too much, but just like an just enough nice little little bit more sweetness to it. You didn't even really necessarily need syrup on it because the flavor was so good. Obviously, you know, I put some syrup on it and it was still tasty. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think though, if you were gonna go with a more like brunchy dessert kind of thing, like a little chocolate ganache on there would have been awesome, would have been real tasty. But uh it was great on its own. Rob, uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, I thought it was incredibly light and I wrote on my notes surprising because I just, I don't know what I was expecting, but that bite was like very airy and, and delicious. And yeah, I would agree. It was probably the best thing that, that we ate, that I ate there at least. I think that's what makes it work is that like Pat was saying, if this thing has confectioner sugar and syrup on it and it's pound cake, but it's the fact, I think, that it's not dense. Every, mm -hmm. I mean, we each only had one piece of it. So super light, not that filling, but it was still crispy and buttery on the outside, had the, the flavors that you want. But because it was so light, and this was like, you know, a day of eating that we had two different places. So it was, it was nice to have something kind of light. I thought it was great. I actually thought side comment, the bacon was very solid too. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I think this was the best bite of food I had the whole day. I really enjoyed it. And it was just, it does sound almost like too much, but because pound cake or whatever is so light and airy, it, it doesn't feel like too much. It's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then I'll, uh, I'll wrap things up with, wait, Randy, do you have anything else to add about the French toast? Don't mustard over him again, Rob. Well, now we get to relish Andy's or Randy's answer. I just, I'm, I'm, can we get a different uh, sheet up that just make sure we check off who's already spoken? So we just started just, talking. So I thought you were going to maybe we should go insert your we thoughts should when you talk. go in the same order or something every time yeah, we do probably. all screw up. All right. Well, I, I guess I'm going to be the Greg Weinstein. AKA Nikki cat of this one. And, um, what is say, happening? What are either? Of He's in boiler, boiler room. Boiler room. <laughs> oh, and say that I, I thought it tasted great, but I actually, I'm a big French toast guy. This was not oh, is just like that character from boiler room. <laughs> this was not, I don't even, I'd say this was kind of French toast. Um, I feel like the eggs didn't soak through to the actual pound cake. So it was like you had kind of an outside crust layer of French toast on both sides. But then once you bit into it, it was just pound cake. Like there was no French toast inside from what I experienced. That being said, it was delicious. I would definitely get it again in a heartbeat, but I was hoping for French toast. I like a thicker, eggier French toast. More of a brioche um, man. Yes, more of a brioche. Brioche yeah. with a little one-hour pre-soak. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You just now. Uh, I think we're just giving all these places pointers. A bunch of idiots. <laughs> like, hey, maybe you should do this. <laughs> I mean, it ta it tasted 
so good. Like pound yeah. cake with French toast is good. I just was hoping a little more French toasty. Rob, I saw you nodding your head. Did you yeah. kind of agree with that or was I off base a little? No, I agree that I understand what you're saying, but I, I still liked it. No, but I mean, you're right. Like French toast, you, I picture like, you know, what you've made at home when you'd really soak that bread and mm-hmm. all the egg would get all the way into it. But I think the lightness and the fact that it didn't totally penetrate the, bri- uh, the not brioche, the whatever, the pound cake, pound cake was the yeah. reason I liked it. You know, it, you're, but you're right. Definitely not a traditional dense French toast. And honestly, if this was the only thing I ordered, like if I came here for brunch and that was the only thing I ordered, I would probably still be pretty hungry because I'm a big eater. Mm. That that was a great benefit of both these trips was that there was four of us, five of us too. If you include Laurel ordering stuff, like we're just, mm-hmm. everyone got to try everything. It was great. Yeah. It almost makes, it does make it a little hard for us all to talk about the same food items because we we're all in agreement most of the time, but it's nice because you get a total... You, you get to taste everything and it's great. Yeah, I agree, Rob. You might not be full from that or it might be all too sweet if you only ate that. But when you're eating some nice, you know, hollandaise sauce or a little, uh, you know, Old burrito, burnt chicken or burrito, uh, it, it throws your, your taste off a little bit and you really appreciate that sweet, I think. And I'll jump in with the cornbread skillet was my, my order and it was, uh, House smoked pork, chorizo, sausage gravy on jalapeno, cheddar, cornbread, and it's served in a skillet with a little sleeve that goes around the handle, which is kind of cool. Uh, what do you guys think about that one? Pat, how about you go first? Um, so this one for me, I was really, really excited about. Um, and it was it was good. Like the cornbread, the cornbread was very good. Um, but the especially with the smoked pork and the chorizo sausage gravy, like just did not do enough for me. I, like I, for me, a lot of those flavors didn't come through. Like it just kind of just tasted like gravy. Um, you know, the, the pork was, was fine. Like, I just didn't know if it really added a ton. It didn't like add or take away, I guess. So it was just kind of like neutral. Um, the cornbread was really good, but I was, I was disappointed in that chorizo sausage gravy. Like that was the thing that jumped out at me when, when we were talking about ordering this one. Um, and then, and then, and actually having it, um, again i was a little disappointed i will have to like like kind of asterisk it though with i believe this was like the last thing i tried so when we were kind of like passing stuff around this was one of the last bites i took which meant it was like sitting out the longest so it was cold at that point i that Mm -hmm. i had it and and i don't know how that affected it or anything so this would be one because again just like on paper this seems like it should be especially for me and what i what i like would be like right in my wheelhouse uh so i would this one would be up there for me to maybe order again and try. Randy, what did you think? You know how they say cornbread can't buy happiness? Well, look at the smile on my face. It wasn't that good for me. It was not sweet enough. Um, I did taste the jalapenos. I'm not a pork fan. I kind of want to pass on rating this one just nothing is like my style in this in this cornbread so it, it, i again i don't want to blame the cornbread at all just like nothing in there is something that i we're a pro cornbread podcast everybody knows that yeah yeah that's not gonna that's blame true. the cornbread yeah yep. i don't want to blame the cornbread so moving along andy <laughs> um i i kind of was with pat on this in that i was excited for this it sounded good to me and then I, I also agree with Randy in that I think it was missing. I I would have preferred maybe a little side of barbecue sauce or maybe a little zigzag drizzle of barbecue sauce just to add a little. Everything that came through was really smoky. You know, the 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 cornbread. It, I tasted the jalapeno and less of the sweet cornbread. The pork was I thought tasty and good. I would have loved a little barbecue sauce to to pair with that saltiness. I think it was just missing that for me. I still liked it and I still really enjoyed the pork and thought it tasted good. I needed a little more sweetness and shame on us for not saying, Hey, can we grab some barbecue sauce too? But I think it was towards the end of our meal, we were passing that one around and it was just getting late. So, you know, that's our bad, but uh, I liked a lot about it. And I think it could have been punched up just a little bit with a little more sweetness or barbecue sauce. Rob, what did you think? Thank you, Andy. Yep. Uh, I, I, 
I liked it. I ate a lot of it. Actually, I probably ate most of it. You know, between all of us, I probably had 80% of it. And you guys maybe, had like 20. Maybe that's why we didn't like it. We got all that weird edge pieces that Rob <laughs> left behind. No, I thought it was, I, I thought it was good, but I, I hear what you're saying. You know, whenever, whenever I have like uh, biscuits and sausage gravy, I like to throw a little hot sauce in there to kind of give it a little spice. And I think even like a drizzle of hot sauce might've helped maybe, but um, it was a while ago when we tried it. And I just remember writing pretty good, good smoky <laughs> flavor. So if you're looking for some bar and, and they, I think they smoke in house. So I think it's like, you know, pork that they smoked there and it was i thought it was pretty good i mean if that's what you're looking for i think you'd enjoy it um if that's like you know the kind of breakfast you're looking for that morning so well that kind of sums up all the the delicious eats we had at k2 um we'll probably maybe we'll go around and and talk about our ratings that we had for this place and our ratings are scores out of 10 like always always have been always will be 10 being what we said last week, the ideal brewery experience. So we can, you know, if anyone has any dis- drinks to discuss um, or general ambiance, you can discuss that. I think I'll just start off and say, I agree with what Rob said in the beginning. We love the back patio area at K2. It's awesome. It's kind of fenced in. It's right near that super main drag. Is that empire? Yep. Mm-hmm. And you don't even notice that it's right there. It's, you know, it's like this own little secluded area. There's lights hanging all over the place. Over the years, they've added lots of seating and Adirondack chairs and fire pits. We were at a picnic table, um, but we had a waitress and everything. And it was, it was great. I had a mixed drink and I had a beer. They both were solid. Um, But I think for me, I really enjoyed my afternoon. It was the second brewery we were at. So we were having a blast to begin with. And uh, great people sharing food outdoors, sunny fall day, continued on from the previous stop. I had an awesome time. I liked all the food, except for the the burrito wasn't for me. Um, And I liked my drinks. I liked my company. I think I'm going to give this place an 8.25 out of 10 for me. That's a, a very solid score. And I think... The food was really bumped up by the ambiance and the backyard spot and the good times we had. So I'm going 8.25. Had a blast. Uh, Guest of the show, Pat. Yeah. Um, So yeah, very, I mean, very similar to Andy, the, you know, K2 might have like the best outdoor seating of any brewery in this area that I've been to just again with their, with their patio set up and stuff. I mean, they have, you know, in the summertime too, they have a big like cornhole area set up. So, and I know I've been there when they're doing like full on tournaments and stuff. So, I mean, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of potential for like outdoor games and stuff too. Uh, when you're there um, again, their, their, their beers are very good. Uh, you know, the food in thinking back on it, the food for me was very like, like up and down like there were some things I was so excited about and then there were some things that were just kind of disappointing but also like I think back I'm like but I had maybe I think of the of that day some of my best food experiences were here um and so again you know for some of the like like I think about the chicken waffles with the the little bit of chicken misfire you know stuff like that like I'm also wondering about just right like was it just that one kind of miscooked piece of chicken that we got uh or or is that like what the norm is i don't really know we that's something we'd have to go back and check out um so for me overall though like again the the, uh the benedicts were so was so good the pound cake french toast oh the other thing too i wanted to talk about was like their brunch menu is they got a lot going on like there's a lot of lot of choices a lot of stuff you could order from you know most i feel like most breweries that do brunch or even some of them that do like regular food like it's a pretty limited menu and so for them to have such an expansive menu like they do is, is awesome. That's a huge plus. So kind of all those factors thrown in for me, I'm giving it uh, just a solid eight, eight out of eight out of 10. It was, it's really, really good. Cool. Randy. You're on mute. I'm going to go seven and a half. Uh, I thought the food was pretty good. Um, the drinks there are always pretty good. But the outdoor seating area is, in my opinion, the best in Rochester. 
Uh, it's so awesome out there. If you haven't been there yet, they have a bunch of picnic tables. They got cornhole. They have like lights that are strung up in the back that are pretty nice. They have other yard games. I don't know. All you guys are laughing. I'm not, I don't even know why. Am I saying something? <laughs> we're, said, like, we're the laughing same thing as Pat. Yeah, well, I agree with that. Do you want me looking to on the Zoom? Randy's face was down as he was clearly looking up funny, weird things and references to share, like later on. Who's the Boiler third room. female lead from Boiler Room? <laughs> it was like word for that, word what he said. Pat, because am I in right my opinion, or... it's the best outdoor space in New York State, or whatever he said. <laughs> Pat, am I right or am I right? I mean, he is right. He's not wrong. I agree with him. <laughs> Thank you, guys. So, yeah. Okay. Seven and a half. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I know Pat. It. I know Pat gave it an eight, so I didn't give it the same as Pat. I was paying attention. Yeah, that's how you get away with like uh, plagiarizing. You just change the one thing. <laughs> Very good, Randy. It's a different <laughs> sentence now. I changed the word. So fine, I give it an eight. Oh, so I'll start off my review Knew by it. saying, <laughs> I say it has the best outdoor seating area in Western New York. <laughs> Um, there's cornhole and picnic tables and Adirondack chairs and don't forget the lights and the lights. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was, you know, I, like you guys said, I, I had a great time. I think it's an awesome place to go to. I like that they keep it going in the winter with that giant tent in the back and they have like cornhole leagues and stuff, which I one time subbed for a friend's team and I played horribly because I'm very bad at cornhole, but I had a good time. And, uh, I would agree with what Pat said, though, also about how I think my food highlights were here. So uh, if we're going by like brunch food, I, I would give the edge to K2 over Arondacoit. And the seating area is, you know, I think a little bit better. I'd go eight and a half. Although I don't remember what I gave Arondacoit. So I would probably give the slight edge to, to K2. You gave them the exact same score. Okay, 8.6. 8.75. Yeah, we go eight point seven five. Sure, we'll we'll go we'll go quarters. So, so that's a great second visit, great second stop on our on our tour of all of the brewery food in in the Monroe County area. Rob, any new emails? Okay, so I haven't checked the email. Very good in <laughs> quite a while, but you know what? Maybe next time. Maybe maybe probably Sorry, not, Max. but maybe but but still send them in. Still send them in. We'll definitely read them at some point. <laughs> and check out our uh, social media on Instagram. We're at Talking Trash Rock. The email is talkingtrashrock at gmail.com. Just keep sending them because Rob will eventually read them. Oh, I will. Um, what else, Rob? What, what We got one last thing, a little world famous section of the podcast. I think we're uh, we're moving into peeves and plugs. And Woo-hoo. so uh, let's let's start with Randy. Oh, okay. Wake up Randy again. Let's <laughs> let's let's do a plug this week for probably my favorite Vin Diesel Ooh. Giovanni Ribisi movie of all time, Saving Private Ryan. Great movie. Definitely watch it. Just kidding, guys. My favorite Giovanni Ribisi and Vin Diesel movie is Boiler Room. That, Definitely watch that one. That was a good payoff for uh, not paying attention for the previous five Neil minutes. Neil Long, Ben Affleck, um, Chaz Palminteri. Uh, yeah, it's an awesome movie. Ben so Affleck in the Alec Baldwin role from uh, Glenn Gary. Boss Baby. He comes oh. in and just tells him how amazing he is at his job. He, Ben Affleck is 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 perfect in that movie as that type of guy. I look, actually I don't remember much of the movie, so I can't. Look, talk it's a more great about movie. It. I'm with you, Randy. Yeah. I got the DVD. We could do an episode on it. Guys, just watch the movie so you could drop references to your friends because they seem to love it when you do that. That's my <laughs> plug. That's just a tip at the end there. Reference yep. movies. People do like that. Just a just tip of the plug okay no peeves this week (laughs) pat 
Uh, yeah, also uh, for me, also no peeves this week, but uh, I am going to plug. Um, so I just ordered over the weekend a UFC 268. Um, and one of the first fight of the main card was maybe the single best UFC fight I've ever watched. So I'm going to plug that fight, Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. If you ever are curious about UFC fights or just combat sports or whatever, that's the fight to check out because that'll get you hooked. Uh, I know that's a very kind of niche uh, uh, topic, but that's what I'm rolling with, man. It was it was awesome. Pat, how Box do you watch that, that? How do you watch it? Yeah, like I, I missed it. So how would I watch that? You would have to <laughs> you would have to order it on ESPN Plus by dropping like seventy bucks. But this fight was so good. It was <laughs> this fight alone was worth was worth the price. But you could probably see highlights now after the fact, right? Sometimes like usually it's still so close that they will uh, that they'll wait, but in like wait like a week. And then yeah, Rob, like, go, Google, Rob, go on Twitter the night of people will just put up clips. Of yeah. It. You you at the very least you could probably see a couple highlights. Well, the fight's but, already happened, right? Yeah. Or just come over to my house. I think I still have access for like a week. You can watch it. That's gonna create a generation of disappointed fans. It's like, hey, how'd you get introduced to the game? Uh it was the Super Bowl 25 is the greatest game I've ever seen in my life. And then like every other game doesn't live up to it. So actually <laughs> that legit happened on the card. The first fight was so good. Uh, it was, so it took place in Madison square garden. The next three fights, the crowd was like dead silent <laughs> and they, and they were good fight. Like they were still like good fights, <laughs> but the first fight was so good that no one, like they were, everyone was just like, well, I guess <laughs> like it was crazy. <laughs> So uh, we'll check it out. You know, an e- easy way to get into it. You just drop $70 to watch a clip of That's a right. fight and then then you're going to be hooked. Or, or just like Google it on you, like YouTube it because someone's probably pirated it just somewhere. It on Pat, was it as good as the fight we watched on when we were at Davey's bachelor party <clears throat> and that guy got the softball size like hematoma <laughs> on his forehead and he won the fight basically? <laughs> Actually... Yes, he like because he lasted kind of, the whole fight that happened in the first round. Kind of the same thing. Like these two guys were just like they were. I was amazed that no one died in the fight. Like they were just throwing bombs at each other the entire time. It was Wild. crazy. <clears throat> okay, we'll check it out. Andy, peeves, plugs. Did I talk about? I've been talking about how the pizzeria in my town. I've been keeping you guys updated. Ah, they, they, they put up a sign. They, there's a new pizza place. It officially opened. Did I talk about that last time? No. I don't think no. so. Okay, so Caraglio's, it's a West Side pizzeria, opened up. I think there's one at Webster already, but they opened up in Fairport. And my wife likes it. They order at her school sometimes when they like have a conference day or whatever. And she's brought me pizza from there. It's real good. And they finally opened up last week. They had a deal. It was crazy. They had dollar slices and dollar sodas for like the first week they were open. So I went and had uh, lunch there one day and it was really, really good. And tonight we ordered a pizza for our family um, and they have like a takeout special. It's It was 13 and change for a large cheese and pepperoni pizza takeout. It's like right near my house. So we got that and it was amazing. And my sons ate so much pizza and they're just three-year-olds. It was awesome. <laughs> Pounded pizza. So that's cool that it's open. It's an old pizza hut. It's now a Caraglio's and it's like five minutes from my house. And I do want to say, I, I may have mentioned this before, but a place to go around here that I've had for chicken and waffles is label seven in Pittsburgh. It's like in shown place there on the edge by the bridge. Mm-hmm they have an awesome chicken and waffles because they do it for like dinner and probably brunch as well. But it's more of a like $23 entree versus, you know, the 1150 or 13 bucks we spent at K2. So it's just a little bit higher end version of it. And that that's good stuff. Uh, that's it for me. Those are my plugs. Cool. Uh, I've got a couple plugs and also I'm going to round it off with no peeves. Ooh. No peeve week. Peeveless. Peeveless. Um, my first plug is a song by a band. It's just a weird song, but it's stuck in my head. So I'm going to share it with you guys. Uh, it's called Multi Love or Multi Love with like a dash between multi and love by Unknown Mortal Orchestra. It rocks. 
It's got a sick drum fill and it makes me want to go just buy a drum set. Who sings it? Unknown who? Unknown Mortal, like Mortal Kombat Orchestra. Thank you. And now I know how to spell it from Mortal Kombat. Yes. Just go find a, a Mortal Kombat you, game and you just copy from there. You got uh, lucky. You picked the one out of the two correct words in Mortal Kombat that yeah, spelled Kombat right. with a K. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Or- orchestra with a K. Is that? Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I had another plug and that was just like, you know, I referenced earlier that, that we went out to the Adirondacks this weekend and, you know, when we got out there, there's no reception at all. And not being able to get text messages and emails and like checking, just checking things online. It was one of the best weekends I've had in quite a long time. And how it many just, text messages popped up on your ride home? Well, we, we hiked up to like the top of this mountain. And as we're getting to the top, a million text messages just <laughs> flooded my phone. I'm like, oh no. Um, and I forgot to tell some people at work that I was going to be like without reception. Cause I didn't really realize it. And so like at the top of the mountain, I'm like, Hey guys, I'll be, you know, incommunicado until tomorrow night, but just, at least you can take the photo of where you are then and be like, I got proof. I'm at the top. Of yes. The mountain. Top of the mountain. So yeah, get away, you know, leave the phone behind. It's, uh, it's good for your mental health. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. So it's been a good app. We got to get ready for our next stop, which we still have to figure out, I think, and narrow it down. But thank you listeners for taking this journey with us uh, to K2 Brothers Brewing. Um, I don't know if you heard, but they've got uh, one of the best back <laughs> patio areas that, that you'll find in, in the New York State area. Great lights. I have heard that. Great picnic tables. I heard about that. Great Adirondack chairs. So that about does it. Any, anybody uh, want to add anything? Mortal oh, no. Orchestra. And hey, it seems like we've entered No Peeve November. So No Peeve November. <laughs> okay. Keep eating and talking trash. Trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat. Two sides, hot sauce, we're your guides, Rob, Andy, and Randy, and sometimes a guest. That was one of our weirdest episodes yet. It was good.